Welcome back to Good Money Moves, our Saturday morning program on News Talk 1340 KROC AM. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Taubel and Robin Freeze from First Alliance Credit Union. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good Money Moves. For somebody who's just tuning in, what is this program all about, Jenna? Yeah, so Good Money Moves is all about helping you um, make better financial decisions Um no matter where you're at in life, whatever financial stage you're in or life event that you have going on, we want to make sure that you have the knowledge you need to make good decisions on your own or know when it's time to ask for a little more help. Sure. So that's what this is all about in increasing your financial literacy. Fantastic. I'm all for that. That's yeah. for sure. So last week, Robin was here and we started, well, we talked quite a bit actually about credit <laughs> scores and credit ratings and the, credit rating agencies, and we kind of skimmed over a little bit at the end about the importance of all this and and why this is so important to monitor and maintain your credit rating, your credit score, and uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, Jenna, do you want to start? Why, why is this? Yeah. Let's talk more in depth about why it's important to know and have a good credit rating. Sure. So your credit score, again, is just kind of that numerical representation of what's on your credit report. And the reason this is so important for you to pay attention to and, and understand fully is because it really impacts a lot of areas in your life and you might not even realize it. So it's more than just the interest rate that you're going to pay on a loan. Well, that's a really huge piece of the puzzle and probably the one that most people recognize. More and more um, companies and organizations are using your credit score to make decisions about you that are not necessarily directly financially related. Um, so a lot of jobs will pull your credit score now and decide whether or not you are a hireable person. So uh that, that can be a really huge one uh, yeah. to pay attention to that a lot of people don't realize, and it is happening more and more. Um, renting, even though you're not taking it on a loan with them, they want to make sure that you're going to pay them back on time and regularly, and so they're using your credit report and your credit score to make that judgment about whether or not they want to rent an apartment to you. Um, things like utility companies are even using your credit score now to um, decide what rates you're, you could pay in, in some cases or if you're going to have to pay you know, put down a, a deposit um, in order to get your utilities turned on, um, especially if you've had issues with making payments in the past. They want to make sure that they're getting their money too. So it's really being used um, in a lot of different ways now that a lot of people don't realize is happening. So that's why it's really important to maintain a positive, good credit score. And again, a higher credit score is better. Um, and in the long run, it really just saves you money to have a positive credit score in the long run but i mean you're talking about if they have five candidates for a job and somebody's got that 720 or above or even higher and you don't yeah you can it, get passed over for a job just because of that it it's possible mm -hmm. wow. absolutely okay so obviously very important <laughs> extremely yeah, many extremely. aspects <laughs> of your life and keeping tabs on it probably the the right thing to do absolutely now, we touched on this a week ago, and I'm still confused on this. I mean, keeping tabs on it, I've heard, can also possibly have a negative impact on my credit score. It could, potentially. Um, we kind of have two categories. We have something called a soft pull, which is requested by you, the consumer, again, to monitor, right? To to make sure that there aren't any changes that you aren't expecting or there aren't any mistakes happening. Um, those typically don't have any impact on your credit score, and that's really what can help you monitor. 
There's also on the other end of the spectrum, a hard pull, which is really those pulls that are being done by financials to find out what your credit worthiness is based on that score. Those are the ones that are uh, could be detrimental to your to your score if you have too many of them. And they're, so these are people thinking about extending you credit. Correct. Yes. So how about like the case of the the job or the insurance company? Are those hard pulls or soft pulls? Well, they could be both. <laughs> so it's always pertinent to ask that question. Be oh, informed okay. and ask. Um, that's your right as a consumer to know whether that company is doing a hard pull or a soft pull on your behalf. So if the credit rating agency, how do they differentiate? I mean, I do. does the insurance company say, hey, I want a soft pull? I mean, how do it, they announce that? It's really just dependent on the, the type of request that they put through. Okay. If they're doing it on your behalf, say an insurance company, right? They want to know kind of what your credit score is. They will do it on your behalf, and you may sign a written consent that says, on my behalf, I'm asking for a credit pull. Um, and that would be considered a soft pull. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so, so definitely ask. Pay attention, yeah. Pay attention, 100%. And uh, what situations will have an impact and how much of an impact? I mean, we mentioned, obviously, that if I'm going out to get a car loan and there's going to be a pull at that point because they need to know your credit rating to decide what interest rate you qualify for. Correct. Dealerships actually are are really a a big pain point for financials. Um, We always tell our members, come to your financial first, have us do a pre-approval. We're pulling your credit one time. The impact is going to be very minimal, that between three and five credit points. So not really not really super harmful. Those points will bounce back very quickly. But at dealerships, sometimes what they don't tell you is they that they're actually sending your information to several different financials to find you that best rate that they may advertise. And things like that could potentially be detrimental because you're not having your credit pulled once, but maybe six times. And then so you're thinking, well, five times six, there's 30 points gone off your credit at just one dealership. (laughs) (laughs) And we all know you don't just stop at one dealership, right, when you're car shopping. (laughs) So if I go, say... To the First Alliance Credit Union, for example. And I say, you know what? I'm thinking about buying, I don't know, this Dodge, this Chevy, whatever it is. And, well, heck, I'm going to take the loan from you, right? Well, we would hope so. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you yes, know, another, <laughs> another great point of working with your financial is they know your financial history. You've probably done a lot of things with them, and they really are probably going to be able to give you the best possible interest rate. Okay, credit rating agencies, how come they don't have the same score for me you know, on any given month of my check? This one has me at this, and the other one has me at this. Yes. I'm going, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely can be confusing, absolutely. So not only do you have three credit reporting agencies, but you also have a couple different scoring models that each bureau uses. And so your score can differ depending on what model they're using. It also can depend on the financial you're going through. Financials are actually not required to report to the bureaus at all. Um, Now, typically your bigger banks, they will report to all three. But sometimes your community banks or your credit unions, we only report to one. 
So if you go to another financial down the street, they may not be pulling the same credit bureau that we're using. And so therefore, your score, your score may differ a little bit. Sounds like weather forecast. <laughs> more and more. I think I, I missed my calling as a meteorologist. <laughs> is that detrimental to you as a consumer or can that be a positive for you as a consumer? It. I don't know that it can be a positive, but it's not going to be detrimental in you in any way. I think it's just really important to, if you're looking at your credit score through places like Credit Karma or through First Alliance's Credit Sense, to really use those as educational scores to just know about where you are. So you can definitely use it to your advantage. Just general range is what you're looking at. And Mm -hmm. maybe perhaps if something moved. Do Do they ever... Give you a, you know the reason why it might have moved when you look at just the scores, uh, or even the credit, the the more in depth credit report. Is there an explanation that comes with it, or is it just raw data? Well, there. If you know where to look, it does. It will uh, tell you, and that's another piece of credit reports. So it's something that you can see on there. Mm-hmm. It does t- give you four reasons. Now, if you can decipher them, that's <laughs> that's the other challenge. But it will tell you um, maybe there's you have too much revolving debt, or maybe your on time payment history isn't so great. It will tell you that okay. in no uncertain terms. So. I, I gather that that is something that if I went to the credit union that um, you guys could help me decipher that. Absolutely. Yes. That's why we're the experts. Well, right. <laughs> we're going to continue talking with Jenna Tobel and Robin Fries about credit scores, credit ratings on good money moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM with Jenna Tobel and Robin Fries from the First Alliance Credit Union. And we're talking about... Credit scores and credit rating, and my head is spinning. <laughs> and, um, okay, I've heard of FICO, but it's not the only one, right? There's, I always thought it was. Yeah. That was the credit <laughs> score because that's kind of the one you hear about on the apps and things like that. But Correct. there are other credit Ways. Scoring models, models is what it. they're like, considered. See, yes. the weather forecasting thing again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. There still is FICO. FICO is the tried and true way, and all bureaus still use a FICO model. However, um, about 2006, there is a new model that has come out, um, and you may have, some people may have heard of it. It's called the Vantage Score. Um, both of these kind of take different approaches to basically get you a credit score. Um, And there's advantages and disadvantages to both of those. Well, maybe could you extrapolate on maybe the advantages and disadvantages? Absolutely. (laughs) So FICO score, I think the one that we're all probably most familiar with, um, they assign percentages. So when we talked about those five things that maybe make up your credit score, that payment history, that's those percentages that they're giving you. On the flip side of Vantage Score, what they're doing is they are actually giving more of a description to that point. So you might see something that says highly influential versus 35%. So that's kind of one of the differences between that Vantage Score and that FICO score. Um, 
payment history we talked about that one yep. might be coded extremely influential <laughs> i mean extreme. <laughs> extremely <Obvious>. yes <laughs> obvious right um another major difference though is with a vantage score it actually can take less time to establish a credit score um, when in comparison to a fico score vantage score typically you can get a score in about 14 days so it really takes into consideration kind of that new credit um, it can give you a credit score even though you maybe haven't used your credit card yet for that very first time okay. <laughs> where fico score might take about 45 days because they're looking for that very first use that very first payment to kind of give you a score okay uh, i'm gonna try to <laughs> how could you possibly determine somebody's credit rating if they haven't used the credit yet oh that's part of that algorithm that we have <laughs> no idea how they calculate yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly yeah for so sure. it, we'll just, that's out there in the nethers somewhere huh? that they have some <laughs> oh ability. yes yep um and it, it it's valid to know that um what vantage score too sometimes can look at is it can look at utility payment history it can look at those rental okay. payment histories so it's almost just taking a, a different viewpoint from what a fico score is looking well, I can at imagine that's valid if you make your rent payment on time that's a pretty good yes. indicator that you're you know gonna keep your other payments keep your up. other payments on time 100 vantage score might actually be <laughs> an advantage for those younger people who yeah. maybe haven't quite started their credit score yet or haven't had a whole lot of history behind them yet. Does the FICO or the Vantage model carry more weight with particular lenders? Well, I will tell you at First Alliance, I mean, we're still using a FICO model, and I would say that's still pretty consistent across yeah. most financials. Yeah. Um, I think that just gives lenders feel like it gives a more accurate picture. Um, Vantage score is still kind of new, um, although they are definitely gaining ground. So as a consumer, it's always worth it to ask your financial if they're using a, a Vantage score model or if they're using the FICO score model. Have that knowledge, yeah. Yes, So speaking absolutely. of knowledge, we, uh, we touched on it last time, but checking your score. How often should I really be checking it? Because I don't want to do something that you shouldn't be, right? <laughs> it's the forbidden fruit. Um, typically, a person's, unless you're out there requesting lots of new credit, the typical consumer's credit um, score doesn't really change from month to month. Might, re might report, you know, you made a payment, you made a non-time payment, or maybe you brought down your capacity. Um, maybe talked on that a little, a little bit. Um, so really about 20 points is maybe the most you might ever see between one and three months. 20 okay. point difference. Um, with that being said, that's probably about how often you maybe should check on your credit score or your credit report. And if you're requesting that from the from the bureaus, you get one free per bureau per year. So you can kind of vote once every four months and you should be able to get a report from each one and kind of know what's going on. How often do the... The banks and the credit unions and the department stores and the visas and everybody else report to the, the credit agencies. Yep. Um, typically once a month. Now, when in the month, that could differ between financials. Um, some do it at the beginning of the month. Some do it at the end. But it's typically once every 30 days. I mean, obviously, not paying your bills is going to have a negative impact. Um, what have you made the mistake and oh darn it i forgot to send that one on time and you came in a few days late is that gonna give you a, a significant negative pull 
um, it's probably not going to have a huge impact if you have a long credit history. Just that one mispayment isn't going to have quite the detriment okay. that you would think it might. But if you're However, a new credit person. Yes, if you're so a younger person oh, who man. has a little bit less time on their credit history, that one late payment could make a huge difference. So especially... If you're new at the game, and new you're at the game, new, new credit, and you're just starting out, you better stay on top of this you stuff. You best bet you better. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pull the old, oh, I had a really busy day. I forgot oh, to do it. Credit Bureau says they don't care. <laughs> no, I can imagine. They don't. And um, the big ones out there, I, this one always amazed me. People who went through bankruptcy, they can get credit. Yes. But probably not good credit, is what you're telling me? Well, they depending on when the bankruptcy happened, um, you may pay a higher interest rate for a certain mer- period of time, um, depending, again, how long ago that bankruptcy or how okay. recent it was. Oh, come see us at First Alliance. That's <laughs> challenged credit to us, and we're always up to that challenge. That's the stuff you like to, you know, as part of the good money moves, work with that yes. person to get them back where they need to get be. Get them back on track. After Absolutely. After something bad happened. Mm-hmm. How about, like... Um, Somebody came after me for a bill from way back when, tax collections. Does that zero you out? I mean, does anything zero you out? Well, it depends on what financial you work with. There's okay. some there's some financials that obviously, if you're not a 680 credit score and you have what we like to say colorful credit, they may <laughs> not work with you. Absolutely. So it could make a difference. Uh, um, at First Alliance, we, we all know that life happens, so we definitely try to work with you on that. And Again, part of the challenge for us. That's good money moves. So that's what we're talking about on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM this morning with uh, Robin Fries and Jenna Tobble from the First Alliance Credit Union. Remember, past episodes and even this episode available online anytime you want at com. Just look at the trending bar under local podcasts and click on that. You'll find it. Welcome back to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM, 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble and Robin Fries from the First Alliance Credit Union. And to focus credit scores and credit ratings. And we talked about uh, things that can affect your credit ratings, some of them obvious, some less obvious. And what we haven't covered is, um, and it's probably something we should talk about because Student loans have become such a huge issue, um, especially for those who are paid off student loans. But, <laughs> yeah, but even yeah. the nation as a whole, there's just this chunk of debt that's laying out there that needs to be talked about. And there are all sorts of different programs to help out people who are finding themselves overwhelmed. And uh, I, I guess for the better terminology, deferment programs. Correct. Where there's forgiveness of some aspects or repayment plans get adjusted. Is that something that could have a negative impact on your credit score? Oh, goodness. We could do a whole segment on this. Um, Being in a deferment program isn't really going to affect your credit score other than maybe give you a step up if you really need to take a step back from your student loans and to say, okay, well, I can't afford them right now. Put them into a deferment status, and then at least they're not reporting negatively on your credit. Oh, so it sure. may not help, but at least it's not reporting negatively. It's better than not paying it. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst thing you can do is not pay your student loans. Because let me tell you, 
you they're not going anywhere. Oh, <laughs> they they will, they will collect. They will the collect, absolutely. And I think maybe this will be covered later, but in a bankruptcy, student loans is actually something that cannot be written right. off. So when I say they'll always be there, they will truly always be there. So, so. if you're 18, 19 <laughs> years old and you're signing on that dotted line, think about it, right? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Some of the other reasons that I should be checking on this credit score and my credit report on a regular basis. Yeah. Johnny, do you want to cover that one? Yeah. So one of the things to think about when you're looking at your credit report and your credit score regularly is it's a really good indicator if you have identity fraud, right? So that's something you're going to want to be looking for. If you start seeing um, your credit score move up or down really significantly and you haven't really done anything different, that could be a really good indication that something is going on on your credit report that doesn't actually belong to you. Now, whether that's just an error that needs to be disputed or it's actual identity fraud, like someone took out a credit card in your name and started racking up charges... Okay, and so I didn't pay the payment or something like that. What's the significant move I should watch for? So I, assuming I'm checking every four months. Mm-hmm. Sure. So anything that is on your credit report that doesn't belong to you or you don't recognize. So any trade lines or even an address maybe that you haven't lived at before. Um employers that you've never worked for before, those are all things that could come up on your credit report that could indicate that someone is using your social security number. Yeah, and Wonderful. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and it's a whole mess to clean up. <laughs> but that, so this is just on top of, you know, all of the immediate financial um, things that it, your credit score can affect, you know, long, long term. You, identity theft is a huge thing and it's becoming more and more prevalent especially with the more like online transactions and things that are happening it's just becoming so much easier for someone to get a hold of your you know financial information um yeah i assume it's out there it is and and checking your credit report isn't the only way to to pick up on that there's other things um that would indicate that you've been the victim of identity fraud, but your credit report is definitely one way that you can catch it early um, if you're paying attention. So if I have the First Alliance Credit Union app that you Mm -hmm. said has the FICO feature on it? Yes. Yep. The thing fluctuates. We mentioned that, but Mm -hmm. how much fluctuation should... You know, I go, oh my goodness, something's going on. If you start paying attention to it, and you'll notice maybe from month to month that might move up maybe five points or something sure. like that. Not a ton. And there's going to be a little bit of movement month to month, but not a lot. That 30 but when might... you start, yeah, when you see something that is out of the ordinary up or down, that's your indication that okay. something's not right. So I pull the report, I look it over and I go, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not right. I, I didn't work here or that's not my address or that I didn't take out that credit card. Mm-hmm. How How do I go about fixing that? It's actually a little bit easier than what you think. It might be time consuming, but you can file a dispute with the credit bureau that you that you found this discrepancy on. Um, and it's, a, it's about a five-step process. Um, and like I said, it'll take a little bit of time, so don't get discouraged um, because the first thing you have to do is actually send a letter to the credit bureau. A real um, letter. Well, like we said, <laughs> like you can do the online and they actually do consider that okay. uh, um, a written request. Um, they do have... 30 days to respond. Um, So again, give it some time. 
Um, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, your second option or the second thing that you can do is determine if you should contact the financial maybe that you found the discrepancy with because it may just be a reporting issue on their end and they can fix it and you don't have to file a dispute. Um, Like I said, you have to wait 35 35 days because the credit bureau, what they're going to do is they're actually going to contact that financial and they're going to basically do an investigation of it. So sometimes you can count the middleman there if you just go directly to the financial. Um, And then once that 35 days is up, you'll want to review any results of that investigation or make sure that the information was changed if if they did find the dispute was correct. So um, and then you'll want to check your updates for report or your report for updates going forward. Keep going and make sure it doesn't come back in there or something like that. Yep. Bottom line, definitely make sure that you say that you contact the credit bureau, though, if you find those discrepancies. I can't stress that enough. The worst thing you can do is just let it go. Right. So we could go on with this discussion for weeks, I'm afraid. Oh, uh, unfortunately, we could. <laughs> <laughs> so if I go to the First Alliance Credit Union webpage, is yes. there information there, Jenna, that kind of covers some of the things we talked about? Yeah, absolutely. So we actually have an entire resource page dedicated to credit scores. Um, so if you go just to our, our main homepage there, and then there's a tab that says Learn. And in that dropdown, there's the credit resources, and that brings you to our, our credit report and credit score uh, resource page where you can go and learn about all of this and more that has to do with credit. Um, and you know, and we've mentioned before, you know, our mobile app and our online banking have the credit score tool, which also gives you kind of person a little more personalized tips and advice on how to manage that credit score more effectively. Um, and then, of course, just keep listening to our podcast. I, I think yeah, this is going to be a topic that's going to come up again oh, and hope, again yeah. and again. Yeah, it's we're all, laying the groundwork here. All right. <laughs> it's all part of Good Money Moves, and we'll be back next Saturday. And, of course, you can catch the past episodes and this episode at com by clicking on the trending bar under local podcasts. Jenna Tobble, Robin Fries, thanks so much for your time. And, yeah. uh, thanks, and Andy. Until next Saturday, it's Good Money Moves, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.